Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your guide, Josh. And I'm your host, Jake. Uh, and today we're going to what uh, turned out to be a pretty important place, who would have guessed? Yeah, Ecrotique's kind of the crux of Johto. Yeah. A little bit. Sort of, sort of a big deal from my, from my memory. You could say it is the heart and soul Ooh, of the Johto region. That. Sunglasses, double finger guns. Before we get there, though, Pokemon Day just passed by last week. Yeah, um, not really news. Not a lot of not, news. Yeah, happy. This 20... isn't a news save. This yeah. is just a like, hey, this happens. Happy twenty second, twenty second, twenty second anniversary. Yeah. Did you do anything? I edited PWTU for thirteen hours. All right. Well, that was way more so, Pokemon related yeah. than I was actually anticipating. <laughs> uh, I did not have to work, so I stayed home and played Pokemon all day. Nice. Got a lot of catch any good boys. I got some good boys caught. Um, and I got a lot of organization in my PC boxes done because that's the kind of person <laughs> that I am. Anyway, before we get to Ecritique City itself, we have a quick route we need to run through. Okay, let's get let's get going. All right, so we were trapped through all of what South Carolina was it? Uh, Trying yes. to get past Pseudo Wudo, yeah. we finally made it. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go north. To Route 37, it's a densely wooded, very short forking path. The right path is blocked at the end by a small ledge that you just can't climb up. Uh, the left path has a big tree in the middle of it, but you can go around. And is it? Just... This big tree is not a pseudo is it? No, it's like a big... Okay, good, carry on. Like regular real tree. Okay. Um, that's the whole route. That's it? There's some trainers here. I didn't write them down, did uh... I? Oh, here I did. Yeah, in Gen 2, there's two trainers, level 16 17 for their Pokemon. In okay. Gen 4, there's four trainers, uh, same level range. Okay. You can double the exp on this route. Yeah. That's probably something. I was probably to help with, like, the level curve, because it's not super great in Gen 2. It's like suddenly everyone's very strong. Yeah. Uh, so if you weren't just only leveling up your starter like me, and yeah. so it's like level 70 when you're fighting Morty. <laughs> when you're four times <laughs> It's super buff. Then maybe you had a hard time. In the grass, you can get Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Vulpix, Growlithe, Hoot Hoot, Ledibus, Spinarak, Ariados, Stantler. You can headbutt. You can use the Hoenn and Sinnoh sounds. It's the same Pokemon from the last episode. So cool. you can go check those out uh, over there. Sweet. All right, so let's hit up E-Critique. Welcome to E-Critique City, a historical city where the past meets present. Uh, of course, in the remakes, they cleaned that up a little bit by just lopping off that second half and making this just a historical city. Okay. Also, where the past meets present, we're missing an article. It didn't make it. Character limits, man. That that's true. <laughs> they only had. I'm not gonna count that. They only had so many characters. They only had, they had one less than you think they would need. Uh, Just also, like when they named for alligator. For alligator. <laughs> and weeping bell. They dropped an L off the end. It's only one L. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. That the first like. 250 Pokemon had a a limit. Are there any that pass that? Are there any that have more, or have they kept to that stupid limit? No, I think there's some that have more, and I don't know why they don't just fix the old ones. They don't fix anything, Josh. All they, they have never to do... go back. <laughs> Will, and I know the answer to this question is yes, but would there really be an internet riot if they added an O oh, to Feraligator? Oh my god, yes. Well, I, absolutely there would be, because anybody, well, I, I always pictured it as an E, I always pictured it as an A. So... Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> but the word gator is an O. Yeah, it's a Pokemon. It doesn't or matter. Or they'd be like, oh, well, now the one I transferred is, uh, you know, is wrong. It's yeah. Not, now it's a nickname instead of the official yeah, name. Yeah. Anyway. And then, because if you do, if you fix one thing, you got to fix everything. And then you got to make Nidoran <laughs> There's just one Pokemon. There is way too much wrong with yeah. Pokemon for that to happen. We uh, love it, but it's a mess. It's a messy. Ecritique <laughs> 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 City, I think the map is one of the more aesthetically pleasing. The buildings are all just like lined out in a nice grid. Yeah. I looked at the map earlier today because I wanted to be a little bit prepared. And it's it's really well set up yeah so there's like the three rows of four buildings the top row only has the two in the on the left side uh there is a ruined tower up in the top left corner there's like a nice little pond and a gatehouse over the top right corner it's just like a super nice town yeah i really like it a lot uh for population there's 31 people here in gen 2 okay this is this is kind of funny okay this is like a weird thing so in gen 2 there's 31 people uh, it is the third largest city in Johto. However, in Gen 4, there's 44 people. Oh, dang. But it falls down to fourth largest. Ooh. Which means they added a bunch of people, I think, to Olivine is the one that bumped up over it. That would make sense. Because Olivine before... I, and again, I have not played Gen 2 since, what, 2001, whenever it came out? A million D years ago? Yeah. 2000-ish. Uh, so I have not played it. But I feel like... Olivine in the remakes is like a town and a lighthouse that has some things going on. Whereas in the in the first version, it was like there are three people go to the lighthouse. <laughs> Jasmine is here and there's a lighthouse. Yeah, go to the lighthouse. Why are you leave, in this town? And then leave this town. <laughs> Don't come back. Uh, Olivine's my favorite though. I really like it a lot. That's fine. That's uh, hey, that's all right. We'll talk about it soon enough. Uh, yeah, you ready to talk about some places? Yes. How about the... We're going to leave the tower alone for a minute. There is another tower, okay. but you can't see it from the uh, from the map of the town. But first, let's go to the dance theater. All right. It's one of those buildings down there in the grid. Yeah. I can't remember exactly which one. If, if I'm... Okay, I'm calling my shot. Uh, I, I think it is the second one from the right... Okay. So it's the middle right one. And I don't know if it's the bottom or the one above the bottom. I know the one, the middle bottom, the middle right bottom <laughs> building is the gym. Okay. So it's the one above that, I think. Okay. That is literally me just shot in the dark. Guessing. But if I you have a one it, in 10 shot of being right, it's a three pointer. <laughs> and I won the big game for our team. And That's I'm right. a hero around these parts. So in Gen 2, as soon as you get here, you can go inside and you can battle with the Kimono Girls. Yeah. Um, after you successfully defeat them, you will be rewarded by, I'm assuming, the old gentleman who owns the place? Okay. Or maybe he's just a creeper in the back who's like, thank you for battling those Kimono Girls. Thanks for battling the girls. I love it. Here's Surf. <laughs> uh, they, uh, you're probably about to say the hook to the Kimono Girls, right? Um, I am. They don't do much else in Gen 2. It's Gen 4 where they really kind of get a spotlight. Yeah. You don't battle them right away in Gen 4. You actually meet them at various points uh, throughout your journey. There's one in Violet City, Ilix Forest, the Ice Path, and then in the Goldenrod Tunnel during the rocket takeover. Yeah. And then you come back here and there's a rude a rude rocket grunt. That is what they called it on Bulbapedia. You have to beat this rude rocket rude grunt. Rude rocket grunt. Uh, he's harassing the fifth one. Um. But you don't get to come back until after you get all eight badges and receive the Master Ball from Professor Elm. And then you go back uh, and you will battle them 
consecutively. So in Gen 2, they're all just up on the stage yeah. dancing, and you can fight them in any order. But in Gen 4, it's like a it's a gauntlet. It's a gauntlet of kimono girls. Yeah, it's rough. It is, because you don't... They keep coming. Yeah. Whereas in Gen 2, you fight one, you can go heal, you can come back fight the other one. In this one, you can't. You have to beat all five of them in a row. In a row. But they all only have one Pokemon. Uh, each kimono girl uses one of Eevee's original five evolutions. In Gen 2, they're level 17. In Gen 4, they're level 38, which does not sound like a lot. That's twice as much, though, just about. Well, you come back after the game. Oh, too. right, 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 uh, right. But Johto's not very big, so having your team at level 38 is... About right, if not maybe a little high by the time you get here. Yeah, here's the other thing about that. I don't know. I don't remember which ones they use. I know Umbreon and Espeon are. Is it? it no, it's all five. It's all the five. It's all five. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, yeah, there were the other ones in the remakes, but you know. But that that's, sticking with know. tradition, they have yeah. to use the ones available within right, the right. two regions in the game. Um, but you can't really prepare for that. Like, you can, but it sucks, too. Especially because yeah. they come at you, like, in a gauntlet. They Like, it's just a lot of types to try to keep in your head. <laughs> yeah, like, your starter Pokemon is going to have a disadvantage at some point. And by starter, I mean, like, the lead on your team. Yeah. But you can't switch it in between. So you have to just, like, either Hope. take a hit or swap out yeah. or faint one and switch that way. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it, it's kind of a nightmare. Uh, but this time, if you beat them... In Heart Gold, you get the Clear Bell. In Soul Silver, you get the Tidal Bell. Uh, the Clear Bell is used um, to summon Ho Oh at the end of the game, and the Tidal Bell will summon Lugia for Soul Silver. And I think as they as they like drop in and out during your journey, they just like <laughs> they come in and they're like, "Hey, this is about a legendary Pokemon," and then they walk away. Yeah, <laughs> or dance away. They do like a spin and then disappear. Yeah, yeah. But that's. Yeah, that's them. They're a pretty big part of the remakes and just kind of there in the originals. Uh, I feel so I'm glad they expanded on them a little bit. I feel like in the originals, it because the, the story in the original is there, but it's not as robust as they kind of flesh it out to be. Yeah. Um. So I think their original is just like, hey, we have five EVs, evolutions now. We should have a thing where you have to fight them because that was one of the like not selling points of the game but that was right. like a big thing is like there's two new evolutions right. like, and also this adds all of them as seen to your yeah. pokedex also can we just talk about how weird it is that they added two new types in gen 2 yeah and one of the evolutions is that is one of the new types and the other one isn't yep how weird is that it is weird uh, but they also use those two evolutions for the day to like promote the day night cycle, That's and I true. just can't see how a day Eevee turns into a steel Pokemon because it shines off of his husk. <laughs> I don't know why I said husk. <laughs> I don't either. That kind of grosses me out a little bit. Uh, and it also is because dark and steel both were introduced to kind of knock psychic down a peg. Yeah. So having one of them be psychic and just being at a complete disadvantage against the other one might also have been the point. Right. Just to kind of show the the new relationship between those two. I guess the, I guess what we're saying is, why are there more evolutions by now? There are. There's three more. Why aren't there ten more? <laughs> um, I don't know because they didn't make any in Gen three. <laughs> Gen three, there could have been two more. Gen or five, Gen, there, Gen seven, they didn't make Gen any. Five, either. there could have been two more. Gen seven, there could have been two more. Hey, guess what? Now we're sitting on like twelve evolutions, and Jake's a happy boy. Instead, I'm not. Here I am on this podcast complaining about it. Yep. Like an American. 
<laughs> like a real, I'm a real gamer now. <laughs> you no, know, if you were a real gamer, you would have to type out like a 5,000 word essay blog post about how it's just not right. And put it up on Reddit. <laughs> gotcha, Reddit. God, I burned them. You burnt. <laughs> Hope you have burn heal. Speaking of burn heal, let's head up to the top left corner of the town. Okay. To that tower before that I said was ruined. But under closer examination is burn. It's the burn. burn tower. I was looking at it earlier. It it is FKA the brass tower, unless there's another brass tower. No, that is correct. Uh, it is formerly known as the brass tower, yeah. and it was built along and used to stand tall with the bell tower, which also used to be known as the tin tower. But we'll get to that. The bell tower, not to be confused with the sprout tower that may have a bell sprout in it. <laughs> right. A lot of towers in general. A lot of towers, a lot of uh, round robin names on the towers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was lost to a mysterious fire that was... This is all of the lore we have for the burn tower. This is all the lore that I could find tonight in about an hour and a half when i was doing okay this. the most amount of research uh, you could possibly do on the burn tower it was lost to a mysterious fire that was started by a bolt of lightning and then put out by a sudden downpour about 150 years ago and that sudden downpour may or may not have been related to the drought that the slowpoke ended by yawning which we learned about in azalea town yeah jojo is so cool yeah i I mean, I like not knowing about the Bolt of Lightning, and I like that it is just, like, something greater needed this tower out of the way. Right. I've read a thing about it, and depending on where this episode goes, I don't know how deep into the the lore of it. I assume we're talking about the things inside. We are. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm once, about to get there. Once we get there, I will I will tell you a thing that I have read in the past. Okay. The legend is that before the fire, this was the perch for the legendary Pokemon Lugia, uh, but after the lightning strike, it fled and has not been seen since. Um, How and, dare you. And during the fire, three other Pokemon lost their lives. That's it? Do we, no, not which Pokemon? It doesn't I, say. I have it written down here after. I have a whole other paragraph. Okay. Uh, now we're going to get into more of the game mechanics, but we'll talk about those three Pokemon too here in a second. Okay, sweet. Um, this tower has only two floors. There's a ground level and a basement. There are two fire breathers on the first floor. Their Pokemon are from 16 to 18. Well, that's kind of uncouth, don't you think? Look. <laughs> 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 I mean, what other damage could they do in here, right? It's been through enough. <laughs> Let it if scab. You're, if you're going to practice fire breathing, might you might as well, as well do, do it, it in a building down. that's already burned down. <laughs> I just feel like it's really gauche. Like... <laughs> Like, hey, do you, uh, we're we're gonna go over to Ecritique. You guys want to check out the sites? Yeah, let's look at the burnt tower. Oh, what are those people doing in there? Oh, they're breathing fire. Oh, it seems <laughs> oh, a little on the nose and mean. That's just like I understand, but it's also kind of uncomfy that they're here. Yeah. Inside that first floor, there's like a maze of rubble and holes and everything in the floor. Uh, when you get to about the center of it, your rival will challenge you to a battle. Okay. Uh, the force of the battle knocks the floor out from under you. That sends you plummeting into the basement. So before we get there, let's talk about this battle. Okay. It's not much. Um, he has a level 20 Haunter, a level 20 Zubat, a level 18 Magnemite, and his starter at level 22. Okay. You should be able to take him. He's, he's a punk. He's a little punk. He's a little punker. He will push you over and knock you down in a floor, though. So he That's pushes true. you over earlier. He doesn't fall down the floor. 
Yeah, because he pushes you into the <laughs> hole. He can see him breaking. He can see it structurally speaking. This is not a great time for your friends to drop in. Man, Silver's, you. <laughs> Silver's a jerk. He's a wicked jerk. <laughs> He's a foot soldier. I mean, to be fair, kids had a rough life. That's true, <laughs> I guess. gone through a lot. Not a good enough excuse to, try to attempt murder. No. But. On this guy who beat you in a battle, you're yeah. such a sore loser that you push him down a hole in a burned tower with fire breathers hanging out in it. He's... <laughs> He's really just mad that his hair is so many rectangles in Gen 2. <laughs> it's two. It's two rectangles. It's two weird rectangles. One goes down and one goes across. That's Silver's hair. Uh, I think Shannon talked about it in the interview that we did, um, but she changed all the outfits up mostly because she didn't like Blue's outfit and because drawing Silver's hair was just untenable. So she's like, I'm giving him the better haircut. We're skipping ahead. <laughs> uh, in the basement, you will run into... Now, see, this, I I never quite understood this. I don't know if these are statues, if these are, like, the ash-covered bodies of the Pokemon that died in the fire that are down here. But when you first get down here, the overworld sprites of them are all gray. Okay. Um, and then as you approach them, they come back to life, uh, which I will talk about. Do I want, we might as well talk about that now while we're here, because we all know Hobo's in the Bell Tower. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows. And it never says what happens to these three that makes them come back to life. But when you approach them, they pop back to life and they immediately flee the area and roam the roots of Johto. Uh, they're a pain. They are the, the whole butt to catch. <laughs> uh, you can put them asleep and they'll still run away. Uh, so I should the- say who they are. It's the legendary beast trio of Reku, Entai, and Suicune. Yeah. I think they are revived by Ho-Oh, but there is zero proof or reference. Oh, that, I shouldn't say zero, because there is some of that, and we talk about that a little later. Okay. I, I have no idea. Um, I forgot that they died in the fire. Yeah, it, it doesn't say... This is a little bit of spoilers for who our spotlight is today. Uh, but it does not say directly that he's responsible for reviving them now but there is a myth that says he revived them after they died okay and by he i mean hobo who is genderless <laughs> yeah well i mean if you look at the two they clearly were trying to like lead you in like the he's yeah. the boy and lugi is the girl yeah she's got eyeliner on <laughs> right <laughs> um and he's very colorful like male birds are so yeah yeah um, so the thing that I read, and I don't know where I read this, it was probably on Tumblr somewhere. I think in the I know what you're going to say, and I have also heard it. Is the, the lightning was Riku, 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 uh, that struck the fire oh. that burnt was Entei and the rain that put it out was Suicune. Nice. But they, I did not even think for one second to put that together, but they like the, the, the thing that, the, so is that like the birth of them? It is. I don't think it's the birth of them i don't i don't remember anything past that i except for maybe that like it was some sort of like they were preventing something from happening okay and so like the tower had to go the tower had to go and they sacrificed themselves by like pouring all of their energy out into these three things okay um that was kind of like a refresh cycle i I cannot believe i did not put the imagery of those three elements together uh because all i have heard for theories is that it was a a Flareon, a Jolteon, and a Vaporeon that died, and they were, when they were reborn, they came back as Raikou oh, and Oh, I like that, too. That, that's pretty neat as well. Yeah. That seems like a wicked glow-up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both are good theories. Yeah. Both are, both are cool. 
What do you guys think happened yeah. at the Burton Tower? I want to know. You know what I love about Johto? Everything's so mysterious here. Yeah, there's like a lot of lore, but it's also vague that you could do whatever you want with yeah. it. Yeah. It's my favorite. I love Johto. There's Pokemon in, living in the tower. Uh, there's Rattata, Eradicate, Zubat, Coughing, and in the basement, there's Magmar. Okay. Here's what's weird. <laughs> okay, so you can rock smash some of the rubble in here. Sure. Um, you can get Shuckle that way. Okay. Do you know the other Pokemon that comes out of Rock Smash in the Burn Tower? Is it a crab? Yeah, it's Krabby. It's Krabby. <laughs> hey, I was just in here. Oh, how did I get here? I'm nowhere near any water. So what's in here? <laughs> Okay, Hoenn Sound, you get Zigzagoon, that's a pretty normal one. But now you can get a Spinda inside of this tower. Ooh. I think that's new. Spindas, there's like a million different variations on them, right? Yeah, it's... spots can be in a million different there, ways. I, there's more than a million. There's so many different spot patterns that you will never in your lifetime see the same Spinda twice. Do you think somebody farms Spindas oh, I every know, day of their I life? I know somebody does. And they have been... They have For a years. Pokemon bank filled just literally with different Spindas. Just Spindas, toe to tip, <laughs> trying to find two that are the same. If that's you, show me. I want to see that. I'm very interested. God in bless you. Anyway, you can also use the Sinnoh sound in here, and you can get Meditite or Chatot. Ooh, those are new. Yeah. Meditite we might have heard before. I don't think Chatot's come up. I don't think so. Maybe he has. Um, I'm right. not going to do the due diligence to find out <laughs> that. So we have explored the burn tower. There's not a whole lot there, as you can imagine. Right. Uh, so now we'll head over to that little gatehouse. This is the barrier station. Inside, there are three sages. They are known as the Wise Trio. This okay. is before Pokemon had outlandish names for everything. Yeah. And it was kind of just like right on the tin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they will not allow any trainer to pass unless they have the fog badge, uh, which we'll get to. And in Gen 4, you also have to defeat the three of them in battle. Okay. Behind them is what is known now as the Bell Chime Trail. It was nothing before. It was just a path. Okay. <laughs> uh, so in Gen 4, it's like its whole separate area, whereas in Gen 2, it's technically part of the E-Critique City map, and it's just like a little path that goes to the to the bell tower. Okay. In Gen 4, though, this is my favorite area. So when you go through the, the gatehouse, what was it called? The, the barrier ga- station. I was like, the gatehouse. I don't know what you... <laughs> uh, you go through there, and you come out, and we're so used to just, like, regular green trees in Pokemon that yeah. when you come out of this, and it's oranges and reds and yellows, it's all yeah. autumn, and it's, like, just so nice. It's like a, it's like the um, Akala area in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. When you finally get up there, and you're like, oh, it's permanent autumn here. Yes. <laughs> this is my dream. I'm going to pitch a tent. I'm going to live here. This is where I live now. Oh, it rains a lot? Oh, it rains a lot everywhere. It's fine. I'll deal with it. Um, so you just walk down this path. And you get to the Bell Tower. It was originally known as the Tin Tower. They changed the name to Bell Tower in the remakes. Um, it was built alongside the Brass Tower 700 years ago. Wow. Formerly the perch of the legendary Pokemon Ho-Oh. However, it fled during the fire 150 years ago that burned down the Brass Tower. Um, and is said to be searching the world for a pure-hearted trainer now. Hmm. It's obviously an iconic location in Ecritique City and is considered a sacred place to the people of the Johto region. Uh, the tower is 10 floors tall. It's pretty big, um, but there's no trainers in it. Uh, the, okay. The floors are all like kind of challenging little maze puzzles. There's a right. lot of like gaps and ramps to like kind of jump over. And like if but you, you can't if you, go back, if you jump one wrong, you have to like loop all the way back around yeah. and try again. There's a lot of that going on. 
In gold and silver, you must have the rainbow wing, which you get from the radio tower director in gold after you save the radio tower, or is in pewter city in silver. In crystal, there is a sage on the first floor. He will give you the rainbow wing after you after you capture all three legendary beasts. Oh, God. so you have to capture the three of that is a requirement. To even seeing and battling Ho-Oh's, you have to catch the three legendary beasts first. Yikes. That is such a, just an exhausting prospect. It is. Because catching one is a miracle. In Crystal, Suicune is a stationary encounter. Right. Um, he will actually be at the foot of this tower in the post game. Uh, yeah, in Crystal, you get the clear bell. You get the clear bell from the director. Instead of one of the wings, you get a clear bell. That summons Suicune to the foot of to the first floor right. of the bell tower. Okay. Uh, in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, um, so the Rainbow Wing is the same. Uh, the Silver Wing is the same. You get it from the director or in Pewter City, depending on your version. But you also for Ho Oh here, you need to defeat the Kimono Girls to get the clear bell because uh, you need both. You need to bring both to the top of the tower to summon Ho Oh. Right. Um, there are. A couple Pokemon inside from floors two to nine. Uh, there's nothing on the first floor, but in floors two to nine, there is Rattata and Ghastly. Um, and also, you can encounter Suicune and Hobo, like we yeah. said. Uh, you can use the sounds, but it's the same Pokemon as from the Burn Tower. I think I got my Ghastly in the Bell Tower when I played Heart Gold and Silver. I know I had a, I had a, I used the Ghastly line the whole time, and I think that's where I got it, unless it was because I got it in a place. Um, there are also Ghastlies in the Sprout Tower. I don't know if uh, you got it that early. I think I got it that early because I had it the whole time because yeah. I love me a Ghastly. So never mind then. <laughs> I was wrong. Anyway, uh, just ghosts and rats in here. Dude, that's it. It's just this old vacant tower. It's all dusty. Holes in the floors that you have to get a run and jump over. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, but you get to the top and you can you can fight Ho if you got a bunch of other stuff in your bag. You <laughs> <laughs> did a lot of other things. Um, so that's it. We have one place left here in Ecritique. Okay. Uh, that's the gym. All right. Let's go beat up a gym leader. I think we're gonna head that way. Uh, the gym. It's the second from the right in the bottom row, building. That's a weird way to say that, but I'm just gonna go with it. Okay. Uh, they specialize in ghost type Pokemon here. Uh, in Crystal and. The remakes, you must first go to the Burn Tower where you will encounter the gym leader there with a new character called Eugene. <laughs> what a bad name. It's like Eugene, but with an S. I always uh. <laughs> I always read it as some sort of play on Suicune. Yeah. Because it's, it's visually kind of similar. It, yeah, it has a lot of... It's basically what it is. He's like, hey, Eugene Suicune? Eugene Suicune? <laughs> I also used to call Suicune Suicune. Right. Because <laughs> a lot of times you look at a word and you make a decision on how you're going to say it. Yeah. And it's wrong. There's a lot of Pokemon names that I had to just beat the wrong pronunciations yeah. out of myself for. I can't <laughs> think of any off the top of my head besides... Uh, Plusel. <laughs> Suicune is one. And Eucene is how I used to say this. That was his name to me. <laughs> I like that better. They're in there looking for signs of the legendary beasts. Sure. You talk to them, and they're and Eucene's like, oh, man, I just hope someday I get to find that Suicune. And then you fall into the basement, and there he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nerd just had to come down here. Uh, after you meet him up there, the gym leader goes back to the gym, which in Gen 2, you walk in, and there's just like this massive black hole in the center. 
uh, walls blocking any way to go around it. And it appears that there are four junior trainers just kind of hovering over the hole. They're ghosts. Well, you have to follow the invisible floor that is laid out. I think the only hint you get is the path is right in front of our eyes. So you have to like walk to their lines of sight. Okay. And just follow the path to the end that way. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> in Gen 4, it's a little different. It's kind of the same concept. The gym is pitch black. There is a path, but it's not an invisible floor. Uh, there are torches near the junior trainers, but when you defeat a junior trainer, the torch around it goes out, and so you have to remember where the path is oh, through the darkness. That's worse, um, but I like it more. But you get to the end of that. I like that more, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, you get to the end of that, you fight the gym leader, you beat him up. We'll talk about him in a minute. You get the fog badge that allows you to use surf outside of battle and lets Pokemon up to level 50 obey you, even if they're traded. And for a TM reward, he will give you TM 30, which is Shadow Ball. That's both in Gen 2 and 4. It's the Sweet. same. Shadow Ball's a good move. The gym leader is Morty. He is the mystic seer of the future. Ooh. Don't worry, that won't come up. Okay. And in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> he doesn't even talk about the future one time. Well, thanks, Morty. He's a follower of legendary Pokemon and friends with Yusin. Obviously, they're out there trying to find them. Um, he resides in Ecritique City in hopes of catching a glimpse of Ho-Oh. Which just you a, would think just a he, glimpse. He just wants to see it. Just a little peek. You could. You would think if he could see the future, he would know that he never sees it. That it's not going to be him. It's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, this isn't called Pokemon Morty and Pokemon Yusin. This is Pokemon Gold, <laughs> Pokemon Silver. Thank you very much. Oh, gosh. I want to play that game where whichever character you don't play is your rival. And you go through Johto as Morty or Yusin. I don't want to play that game. I'm good. <laughs> That's all the real information on him. There's not a lot of like character stuff that I could find. Okay. In Gen 4, you can find him on the Belchime Trail on Mondays and Tuesdays. He'll give you his phone number. You can call him on Tuesday night. And get that sweet, sweet rematch. Heck yeah. Uh, his Pokemon for his gym leader battle in Gen 2 and Gen 4 is the same. It's a level 21 Ghastly, a level 21 Haunter, a level 25 Gengar, and a level 23 Haunter. In that order. Why? I don't know, because they introduced a new ghost type, and he doesn't use it. Miss Drevis is Ms. here. Miss is in it. She's why, ready to go. Why don't? Why didn't you round him out? Why did you use two hunters, Morty? You idiot! Why did you make a ghost type gym leader if there are only two so if you far? Knew, and there's no dark type gym leader. <laughs> no, there is a dark type Elite Four, but there is no dark type gym leader. You could. Oh, I guess if you didn't want. To, is there has there ever been I don't think there's ever been a dark type. There's never gym been leader. there's never been a dark type gym leader. Missing And I see I see what they're doing because Kanto is the post game for this. Yeah. There's the eight types over there. And so they wanted eight to do different eight different types. ones yeah. over here. Maybe this one should have been dark though, because I think you had more variety and then you already had a, a technically a ghost type Elite Four before. Yeah. Um, and look, I like Karen. I like Karen a lot. She's a great Elite Four member. Yeah, but she's old and dead now. Yeah, she could have been Agatha's <laughs> granddaughter and had ghost types. That's true. That would have been good. So, missed the, missed the boat. His rematch team is even more frustrating. It's a... <laughs> Gengar, 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 Gengar. Uh, you're closer than you think. It's oh, a level no. 52 Drifloon, a level 52 Dusk Noir, a level 52 Sableye, a level 54 Miss Magius, and then two level 57 Gengars. He just likes them Gengars so much. You have 
Benet, you have Shedinja that you could put on this boy's team, uh, but instead sh- you gave him a second Gengar for some Shedinja's reason. Shedinja's ghosty? Yeah, it's Bug Ghost. Oh. Because Shedinja is the dead husk of a ninja. Oh, right, and you have to do super effective damage. It only has one HP, but it can't be hit unless it's super effective. What a good Pokemon. It's probably pretty bad if you, like, have fire oh, at yeah, all. it's like, weak to so much there's stuff. There's so much you could kill it with, <laughs> but, like, what a good idea for a Pokemon otherwise. love goofy gimmick Pokemon like that. Yeah. Because they help with the world, and, like, who cares about competitive battling? Yeah. I know we get down on it a lot. I know a lot of people I listening like it. I don't want to get down on it. But it, like, it has its place, and I understand it, but... The game shouldn't be based around There's it. too many competitive battlers, exactly, that want to change the game around the way that they want to play yeah. it. And that's not the way I want to play it. Um, so that's it. That's E-Critique City. All right. It's it's a nice place. I like it. I it's, like it a lot. It's really um, nice. I went into this being like, E-Critique's fine. And then as I was reading about it and going through all this stuff, I'm like, no, this is the most important city to the region. Yeah. In a, in a walk. It's the most important city to this region. And for my money, the most important city to a region Ever. Yeah, that we've come across. I don't. I don't know the middle three games that yeah, well. I know there's a lot of lore in Gen Four, but I don't know if any of it is like this. This localized, level? yeah. Because there's nowhere in Alola that is like this is where all the stuff happened. You know, yeah. Like there's like there's important things. Here's the tapus are here, and you know all that. But it's not like oh, this is the important place. The, in- well, the, yeah, there's one on. The starting I the starting uh, town, pretty much. Well, I was thinking on the one, I think it's on Ula Ula Island, where it's the old thrifty mart that Tapu Bulu just stampeded and burned to the ground because he did not want it on that holy ground they built that it is on. also pretty good. But that's just like, you already know about the Tapus, and he just wrecked it. He right, yeah. It up. And now there's a trial in it, and Mimikyu freaks you but out. But like, if you look at Kanto, like, there's nowhere in Kanto where you go in, they're like, this is where all three legendary birds are. Like, the closest no. it comes is Cinnabar with, like, the mansion, but, like... Yeah, but we don't even know what the story of that mansion is outside no. of, like, that might have been the lab that they made Mewtwo in, yeah. and that's why it's, like, burned down is because they were fighting it, trying to keep it in there, which I don't think we ever talked about that, but I think that's what that is. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then... On one of the in one of the gatehouses in Kanto, you can look through the binoculars, and it's like you see a a very beautiful bird Pokemon, and it's just Articuno. Yeah, and like it shows his like sprite on the screen. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. Yeah. And I kind of like that mystery of like there's this weird bird flying out into the ocean. Right. Uh, and I like that for Kanto. And then you get to Johto, and it's like here's all this weird stuff that we're gonna tell you about, but not explain. Yeah. Congratulations, kid. You just you just <laughs> earned yourself a lifelong. A journey of wonder. Yep. Anyway, that's a critique city. Yep. Um, so <laughs> so let's move on to our spotlight Pokemon. All right. I wonder who it could be. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? It's Ho Oh. Ho Oh is Pokemon number two hundred and fifty. It is the Rainbow Pokemon. Ooh la la. It's a fire flying type with a wingspan of 12 feet 6 inches and weighs 438.8 pounds. That's a long boy. That is a big bird boy. That's a big turkey chicken in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big rainbow turkey. Uh, its abilities are pressure, which doubles the opponent's PP use, or its hidden ability regenerator, which will restore one third of your HP when you switch out. Okay. Man, those legendaries got the good abilities, huh? Yeah. <laughs> For its Pokedex, uh, there's a lot of like legends and stuff about it, so there's not a lot 
here. A lot of the Pokedex right. just kind of repeat themselves. Uh, with the legends claim that it is continuously flying through the skies on its magnificent seven-colored wings, leaving Ooh. a rainbow behind it as it moves. Its feathers are said to bring happiness to anyone who obtains one, and seeing Ho-Oh itself is said to bring that person eternal happiness. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's why he has the <laughs> that's pressure why he has ability. Pressure. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about the seven colors, okay? Because okay. we've all seen a Ho-Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's like four. It's it's red. Its main color is like a red orange. Yeah, and then it has like under feathers on its wings that are green. Its tail feathers are yellow. Yep, and there's white on it. Mm-hmm. That's a ho-ho. When it's fly, we don't ever see when it's flying it, though. It did say somewhere. It might have been in a Pokedex entry, but it's like the wings are a different color depending on how the light hits it, which I really like. And Pokemon is in 3D now. Yes. So why are you not showing me that on the 3D model of Ho-Oh? Why is it not when it flaps its wings that green part is just, just rainbow, like total rainbow? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you why, Josh. Nerds get mad. Because nerds would get mad because then they would have to change something. <laughs> and they won't change or fix anything. They refuse to. All right, that's fair. <laughs> that sounds like Pokemon. Pokemon for the Switch. You're we fixed some, it. You ready for some trivia? I'm I'm born ready for trivia. Uh, Ho-Oh is the first Pokemon outside of the original 151 to be featured in the anime. Yeah, it was in episode one. In the very first episode. It is also the first legendary outside of the opening credits to be in the anime at all. Yeah. That's pretty insane because it didn't exist yet when the anime came. No, because they were they were when the anime was made, they were working on gold and yeah. silver. So they put it in there as like a teaser. I remember, and I am I have uh, I'm a noted unfan of the children's anime program yeah. Pokemon, <laughs> but I remember seeing that because I didn't have like WB. Or whatever. I think it was on WB. I did not I did not have that channel. Whatever channel Pokemon was on, I did not get it. So it had to be WB because I definitely have Fox Kids because I watched a lot of Power Rangers. So I went to my cousin's house one day and they had like restarted it. They were like airing it during the week or something. So they like restarted it because they like every once in a while. This is not like when it just started. I'd played Pokemon though. I was on like my second run through because I was running through with a Charizard. Um, same strategy. Right. Just only Charizard. Burn that water. Burn those rocks. I'm going to be replaying Crystal relatively soon. I still have a lot of stuff I want. I, I finally beat the Elite Four in Ultra Moon. I did. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of stuff I want to do, though, and yeah. I just haven't been able to pull away from it to start Crystal yet. But I am going to do the old school strategy of this is my Typhlosion. Get that's, out of my way, please. That's my plan for my uh, <laughs> to Totodile when I get it. Um, but so I remember watching it and I was like wrapped because I was an idiot. And it like the first episode's fine. The first episode of Pokemon is. is yeah, pretty good. And then like this big rainbow bird. And at that point I had caught them all. All right. I had done some like dis like prohibitively bad trades just to get Pokemon that I did not have. Oh, yeah. On the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and like then I, a new one showed up and I was like, excuse me. Yeah, I had two Game Boys and two Pokemons. So I did all that myself. I didn't. I uh, had one, <laughs> and I had a bunch of kids that lived near me that I didn't like, but we all had Pokemon, so we made it work. <laughs> um, I did not complete the Pokedex until Yellow, though. Yellow was the first time I completed a Pokedex. It got 150. I'd, and I Game Sharked a Mew, I'm pretty sure. I never had a Mew, but I had I had everybody else. Um, but yeah, it red. flies by. It's it's just gold. You can still see the details of it, but it's just gold-colored. I think it is leaving a rainbow behind I it. I think it is, yeah. Um, And in... 
in the Viridian City episode, when he gets to that first Pokemon Center, he sees on the wall the like three legendary birds and Arcanine, <laughs> yeah, like, mosaic that's on there. What and, Arcanine? <laughs> that's a story for a whole. Time. Arcanine is the legendary Pokemon. It's not a legendary Pokemon. What? It's what the legendary that Pokemon. Mean Pokemon. We don't have time. <laughs> but he thought he saw Articuno, and Professor Oak, even then, is like, nobody's seen that Pokemon, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, but nobody had seen this Pokemon, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he even tries to scan it with Dexter, and Dexter's like, I don't know what that is. We haven't found them all yet. Yeah. Uh, wow. Which is pretty great, especially when you're a kid watching that, and you're like, what? Yeah. Because I remember in middle school having a conversation, and we're, we're almost done with Hobo, so I just want to go okay. on Having a conversation with one of my friends like kind of someone i talked to at school but not really hung out with a pokemon friend yeah and he drew like this <laughs> he was he was like a liar that was like his thing so he drew oh this, everyone knows yeah everyone he, knows one of them <laughs> he drew this badge and he was like this is one of the badges from the new gold and silver when it comes out because it had like just been announced yeah and i was so content with this idea and looking back at it now i cannot believe that i looked at him and i said it's gonna be the same game just with new pokemon in it <laughs> like it's gonna be kanto it's gonna be all the same gym leaders there's just gonna be new pokemon in the grass that is what i thought and i was fine with that idea that's crazy <laughs> can you imagine we would not be talking about pokemon right now if that's if that was the case because they already did yellow and it was the same game yeah. so i thought that's just what they were gonna do that's wild and i was okay with it i would have bought that game and played it to death <laughs> there's a world where that happened and every game just takes place in kanto but with more pokemon but kanto gets different every time and i also want to play all those games please and thanks yeah where like hyrule's different in every game yeah. but it's still hyrule it's just kanto's different in every game yeah but i mean like kanto didn't even have a name in gen one it was just the world of pokemon it didn't even have a name in Gen 1? They didn't name it until Gen 2, and they had two separate places now. That's wild. <laughs> the 90s, man. Only 90s kids remember, huh? Yep. <laughs> um, oh, wait, tell me more about Ho-Oh. Uh, this is the trivia I alluded to earlier, that it's indirectly implied in a myth somewhere in the game. Maybe it's on a book that you read. I really love that. Put more information in books that I have to actively find. Don't, go find them, yeah. Don't have anyone come tell me stuff. Let me find it. Yeah. Let some legendaries be, like, mysterious again. Yeah, please. Um... It's indirectly implied that Ho-Oh revived Entei, Reiku, and Suicune after their original deaths in the fire. Um, and I tend to think that is when you find them, they are being revived. That, I mean, if you read it in a book, you're not reading it about your experience. That's true. But also, why would they be back in stone slash ash if he had revived them? I don't know. And they never, to my knowledge, explain why, like, why they're frozen why? down there. Yeah. That's weird. Um, it's origin. It is based on the legends of the Phoenix, specifically the, and I am so sorry about this, Feng Huang of China. Okay. Um, it's continuous flight may also be a reference to the Huma bird. And I don't know what belief Huma bird comes from. Okay. It's just a bird that flies a lot. Yep. Forever. Yeah. That's its thing is it's like continuously it keeps flying. Uh, it's continuously flying. Um, and it, it dies and rebirths out of its own ass. It's a phoenix. It's a type of phoenix. Yeah, yeah. It just never stops flying. Okay. Um, yeah, there's like phoenixes in every uh, yeah. every culture. Every I, culture's got a phoenix. I love a phoenix. Phoenixes um, are so cool. They're very cool. Ho is more of a turkey than a phoenix. But maybe it's phoenixes like a, are just like big a, turkeys. It's like a chicken turkey phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. I love ho I like it a lot. It's got that big goofy it's, beak and that, those weird head things. It's pretty cool. I mean, I am partial to lugia as <laughs> so as you might have puzzled out by now 
It's my second favorite Pokemon. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what this means because I didn't get into a lot of detail, but its name is derived from alternate transcriptions for Feng Huang. Okay. Its Japanese name is is Ho-O, but it's spelled H-O-U-O-U, and the O-U could be a reference to the words for emperor or king, which both are O, but like different. Yeah, O-Ranger is is king ranger. Yep. Yeah. Could also be emperor ranger, depending on which one of the two uh, letters they write it out as. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But that's it. That is a wrap for Ho-O. What? Would you name a ho I I don't know. I don't know if I could. I, I, I thought will... about it, and I was just I don't know. I don't feel right naming this one something else. I, I named a lot of legendaries. I will not. Gen 1 and 2, I will not name. No. I it's, just, it's just, I not just right. can't. Like a Groudon, like you can name that Pizza Boy, like, because you know what's coming. Yeah. Kyogre, you can name it Monstro. From Shamu. Shamu. You get a lot of names there. <laughs> I don't know a lot of the other ones. My big old, uh, my, my Christmas slice deer, I don't know what I named it, but I named it something from Gen 6. I usually don't name legendaries unless it's Nebby. And then I name it Nebby. Okay. So. I don't remember what I named Nebby. Oh, I named it Bowie. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but like, because it's... It's Bowie. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that's a Bowie. Either yeah. one of them is a Bowie. Yeah. Uh. So, but like the 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 first two generations are just like I don't know. They're weirdly sacred. I'm very precious about it. Like its yeah. name is Hoo. Thank you. <laughs> Arceus named it Hoo, and you will respect that. <laughs> Arceus, I would probably name like Craig. I name it Jack or Kirby. Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So there's that. We'll talk about naming in a yeah, minute. I- I I tried thinking about it and I don't have one. So the only thing I could name it maybe is what's a famous turkey? A famous turkey is well Franklin Jake Franklin the turkey. Yeah, Franklin's the turkey from Animal Crossing. Yeah, I would name it Franklin. Um, you, you, turkeys are called Jakes. So oh, there you go. There you go. That's a real good whole name. <laughs> if you want a master ball, just tell them that one. Gigi. And by them, I mean us. us. <laughs> Tell them. Tell your friends. Us. <laughs> um, the if I if I had to name a ho, I would I might name it Rin because in Die Ranger, the, the Super Sentai show, uh, Rin was the Phoenix Ranger, which was a okay that thing that I don't have in front of me, so I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. Um, but it was a phoenix. It was a Chinese phoenix. Um, oh yes, the that, Feng Huang. Yes, that one. That was her. That's what the her her I, powers were based. I on. I think that's right. I looked on Wikipedia at like the pronunciation key, and I couldn't. I couldn't decipher. The problem it. with pronunciation keys is they presume you know what they're talking yeah, about. Already, I should have typed it into Google and see if there was like a play speak this word to me option. That's a, that's what I do a lot of time. I didn't do that. I should have. Uh, I should have, but I did not come prepared. A lot of time I'll go into Google Translate and I will translate something and I'd be like, yeah, just tell me what that sounds like. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, uh, that's that's it for ho I love a ho uh, I do too. I don't love it as much as I love a Lugia, but I do love a ho I love all these legendaries. I love the Johto region so much. Yeah, it's really good. I can't wait till we get to uh, talk about some of the other ones. Yeah. Very excited. Uh, but now we are going to go rate your names for... Sudo Alright, so we are gonna rate your names now. If you are new 
to the podcast and this is your first time uh, joining us for our Name Writer segment, what we do is we have a scale from one to five, Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. That's the ratings. We get one Master Ball each per episode that we can give out retroactively that we usually give out retroactively because <laughs> we don't look at these beforehand because we're professionals. That's, That's right. How we do. This first one's a little weird, and I don't want to put anyone on blast, <laughs> but it's a, it's a, I'm hoping it's for Sudowoodo. If not, the dis- it is now. The display name is Lean Bean Cuisine, which is good. Okay. Which is very good. All right, we're off to a good start. But it just says hashtag PWT rate. That's the other thing is you use the hashtag PWT rate or you can email us in. And Jake, just saying this out loud, there is one email for a name rater. For this one? Yes. Okay. So don't forget it. Don't you forget it. <laughs> so Lean Bean Cuisine, great name. The whole tweet is just hashtag PWT rate Kemp's. Okay. I'm hoping it's for Sudowoodo. That's who we're naming it for. Okay. K-E-M-P-S, period. No other information. Did they put the period? Yes. That's now part of the name. That is part of the name. Okay. Or, <laughs> this is a whole sentence. <laughs> Kemp's. Kemp's. Okay. I, I like I like a Kemp's. <laughs> I, do, I like the name. Here's the, here's the thing. We did used to say, and I don't think we've said it in a while, but you can send us as much or as little context yes, as you want to. That is true. When you send none... That well now the criteria is on us. That's so true. You, you've we, subjected yourself to that. We have to puzzle it out now. So Kemp's Kemp's is a good sounding name. It sounds very good. It has all of the right plosives uh, that I want. It's, it starts with that nice. K. I like a I like a good hard consonant to start off a word for names a lot of time. Now we're getting into just some granular linguistics here. I always when I think about what I would name a pet. A pent? A, a pet. Pence? Like a like, like an like animal a that ca- you keep like a as cat a friend. Or dog, yeah. yeah. That you have to um, feed and take care of. I always think of like how does this name sell- sound when you are yelling at them to get down? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I named my cat in Monster Hunter World Hopscotch, because that's a Hopscotch, get off the couch. Yeah, like, oh yeah, great. for sure. That's good. also a very good uh cat name. Great cat. Just name. In, in real life. Uh, so Kemp's, I can yell at Kemp's to get, like, you stop could, batting at the blinds, get off te- the shelf, Kemp's. You can tell a Kemp's anything in a mean tone. It's too early for treats, Kemp's? Kemp's? Can you get <laughs> down from there? Can you please get out of my way, Kemp's? You're not a tree, and I know that. Kemp's? <laughs> Kemp's? Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give it an ultra ball. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is from Janine. She says, Sudowoodo is obviously Poser, both because it's acting like something it isn't and because it's always striking a pose. A Poser to me is a person that walks around with a skateboard but never rides it. <laughs> oh, uh, I think you mean a rad dude. <laughs> or, yeah, a du- or a dude with attitude from <laughs> the professional wrestling parlance. Or like a Poser. You know, Johnny Ace was one of the <laughs> rad dudes with attitude. He right. had a skateboard and they never rode him. It was him and Shane Douglas, I believe. <laughs> The franchise. Uh, I can see Pseudo-Odo with a backwards hat on carrying a skateboard but never riding it. I see when I But I, also Pseudo-Odo never moves. He just like stands very still. It just still imposes though. But I can pose. see I can see you having a Pseudo-Odo, which by the way is only three foot eleven. So if you can't get over a Pseudo-Odo, <laughs> what are you doing? How tiny are you? Shorter than me, and I'm also, very small. Was, I'm gonna go back into my old notes. This is the first time I've ever done this. Uh because a pseudo-Odo is not rooted. No. So what is this sucker's weight? 900 pounds. It's made of rocks, Josh. I don't know if you know that. It looks like a tree, but it's not. So anyway, I like Poser because I like the idea that you would be like, at any given moment, you could tell your pseudo to Vogue. Yeah, and it, it would do one Vogue and stop. It would be like, Pose. <laughs> 
pose. Okay, Sudowoodo does weigh almost 84 pounds, so I can see how a 10-year-old maybe couldn't... I mean, you could leverage it out of the way. You could push it over, though. Like, it's all top-heavy. That's true. I don't know. I don't know why I had so much trouble with this as a kid. (laughs) Anyway, Poser. I think that's a great ball. I'm going to great ball that one. Uh, Next up is from Zeke. Zeke says, Sudowoodo named Bob Ross because he looks like a happy little tree. (laughs) He does always have a smile on his face. Yep. And he has Bob Ross's hairdo on all of his fingers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's got Bob Ross fingies. (laughs) Oh, I never thought of that. His little feeders are Bob Rossy. I'm going to go with a great ball. I'll ultra ball that. I like it. Okay. Next up, and Portia, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this in advance. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I name this is from Portia, whose display name is still Salad Daddy Mbaku. So last Mbaku was not there last time. Mbaku is a character from Black Panther who rules. Did she add that because I didn't know who Salad Daddy was? I don't know. <laughs> Ty- only only she knows. But she says, I'd name a Sudowoodo Mokujin because I'm Tekken trash. Hey, you want to know who isn't Tekken trash? I can explain Mokujin to you. Can you? Yeah, okay, good. I'm, I'm just enough Tekken trash that I can get I've, into this. I, okay, King is Tekken, right? King is Tekken. He's the only Tekken I care about. Yep. There's uh, also Jin, who's also a devil. Was Eddie? Was Eddie a Tekken? Eddie does dance fighting. Okay. I know um, King and Eddie. And there's, um, I don't know its name. I'm going to butcher it. and I'm going to say it the way I always have. And I just, I hope I'm not offending anybody. But there's the Korean kick fighter. His name is Horong? Hey, I'll just spell it. H-W-O... R-A-N-G. There might be another A in there. Okay. I always use him because I could really mash the crap out of his kicks feel, and beat up everybody. I feel like you probably swallow some of the continents, but other than that, I feel like your pronunciation was, was War, pretty good. Warong. Horong? Horong. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, anyway, can you tell how super white we are? Moku, probably now. Mokujin is a humanoid figure made out of log pieces. Okay. Uh, and he does... His gimmick is that you pick him, and when the fight starts, he's doing a random other character. Okay. So, like, maybe you're maybe you're Eddie Gordo for the first round, and then, like, now you're Jin for the second round. And um, you don't get to pick. He just—you might—there might be a thing, like a button something, something thing you can to push. Do. Yeah. But he's made out of, out of wood. He's like a tree okay. man. That makes a lot of sense. What would you, what would you rate that? Um, that's pretty great. I think it's a great ball. Okay. Pokeball, Mortal Kombat for life. <laughs> oh, bird! <laughs> Mortal Kombat is very much better than Tekken. Super much better. Also, Soul Calibur for life. I don't like Soul Calibur. I love Soul Calibur, and I cannot tell you why. I like oh, the... here's no, I can't tell you why. Valdo. Valdo. I can is... be Valdo. I can have my shiny crotch piece on, and I can distract you, and I can do that weird hyper hump in the crab walk. And I know <laughs> one move, and you can button mash whatever you want. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna win. Because I don't know any other moves, but you just slap him around. Neither does Valdo. He just feels it out. Yep. Love of Valdo. Pokeball. <laughs> Tekken. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tekken's fine. Tekken's it's, fine. It's just not for me. Tekken always did feel like the like the bottom tier Here's fighting thing, game Tek- to me. Tekken though. was always like the PlayStation fighter, and I am not a PlayStation it boy. Is, it's, it is... Okay, so it goes on the very bottom is Virtua Fighter, and then there's like five SNK, and then there's like five <laughs> empty spaces, and then there's Tech. Yeah, <laughs> is Virtua Fighter SNK? Maybe no, that's King of Fighters. Yes, I've never played I, King of Fighters. I can't. Speak I like to that. It. Little... I also don't like Street Fighter because it's way too technical. for I don't me. like Street Fighter because everyone who plays Street Fighter is not fun to play Street Fighter against. Anyway, um, it's still a Pokeball, but I'm not mad at you. 
That's just, me. That's just your old friend Jake doing a joke. Uh, so I get it. I get. I get what you're going for. <laughs> Uh, so next up is from Cameron. I would name a pseudo Groot because what else did you name a dancing tree boy? I like a Groot. I like a Groot. The the vague shape of a Groot is pretty similar to pretty, a pseudo Wudo. It's pretty similar, especially when he's baby Groot at the end. Spoilers for the first Guardians of the Galaxy when he's baby Groot and he's like little and dancing. He's kind of like rooted in one place. I get that. I like regular Groot a lot more than I like dancing baby Groot. Dancing Baby Groot is the minions of Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, Dancing Dancing Baby Groot wasn't. Baby Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is just straight up a minions. Uh, I, I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but I you, meant like all of the dancing figures, the pop figure of so it, much the stuff. pot. There was it's so much. I'm going to go with the... I'll go with the Premiere Ball. I was going to also Premiere Ball I'll it. Premiere Ball that one. Groot's pretty on the nose. It's like calling it Trent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, uh, Crash, this is... Uh, Crash said... That those exasperated sighs from the last segment were a chef kiff, kiss gif. So from the Miltank one, yes, yeah, because Melissa was their <laughs> last one. So thanks for that. I, I like to like Melissa a our lot. Friend. Uh, Crash says in this one, I, okay, I owe you you two a punny name. You don't have to. You can just no. I think you're free of charge. You're good. You're all set. We're square. Uh, for the next PWG rate, because this week I'm going to go with something academic. Ooh, ready to go over Oh, this heads. is out of my league. It's actually very good. Uh, so in my recent gold file, I named my pseudo Lilthops. Lithops? Lithops. Uh, they're a genus of succulents that look like rocks, which is the inverse of how pseudo is a rock that looks like a plant. And yes, they included pictures. Yes. They're these cute little oh, okay. succulents. Yeah, I think I've seen those. But they look like little pebbles. They do look like little fish tank rocks. Yeah. They're very cute. We don't sell any succulents um, at work. They're all fake, and it's driving me crazy because I just want to buy one. Also, <laughs> uh, Crash follows up with Lithops. Also, looks like little butts, and it's great. <laughs> so <I'm laughs> that is that is great. Now you get a great ball from me. I'm gonna go with an Ultra Ball uh, because I like the idea that they are the inverse of. What I do like that. Is. Um, this one gets a little. This is again. We're gonna have to add some context to this one. All right. So get ready. It's from Lewis. Says hashtag uh, PWT rate. Sudowudo looks more like a Jerry G, or if it's a girl, a Sherry She. I don't get it. I'm sure there's a great joke in there, Lewis. He, okay, let's start with the first one. Jerry G. If you look at a Sudowudo, <laughs> that's a Jerry, and his last name starts with the G, but I'm not going any further. <laughs> Might be Goodman, but I just can't commit. Jerry G- Golthwaite. <laughs> The tree Pokemon. Yep, you got it. I like a great ball, Jerry G. A great ball, Jerry G. What about Sherry She? Sherry She, I don't feel as good about. I don't because there's a lot. Because that's not an initial. Now it's a rhyme to the last name. Yeah, and there's a lot of like a lot too many sounds in a row makes my uh, makes me almost bite my tongue. Um, Sherry She, yeah. So I get close to biting my tongue if I do too many in a row. So (laughs) that's a me problem. I'm gonna premiere ball that one. I'm going to Pokeball that one. I take it back. Yeah, I was leaning toward Pokeball, too. So I will Pokeball Sherry She. Great Ball Jerry G. Great Ball Jerry G. So next up is Benny. Jerry Great. Jerry the Great. Jerry the Great. Jerry the Great, I meant. Jerry Great. That's a great Jerry. Here we we go. Here's from Benny. (sighs) After listening... (laughs) Yes. After listening to episode 32 of PWT Podcast, I will now name a Sudowoodo... Carolina. 
Oh. Hashtag PWT Ray. And then there is a gif of just South Carolina with some weather patterns going over it. <laughs> just to really hammer it home that, yes, I did drive oh. all the way through there. It's a shorter state toe to tip than you think. But boy, did we, I think we did a lap around it. <laughs> just so I could catch that Sudowoodo. I'm gonna I'm gonna great ball that because uh, I think Carolina is a decent name, but I am mad. I'll ultra ball it because uh, I can see how bad you are, and I'm, I'm kind of feeding off of it. A little salty about that. Uh, next up is from Shannon. I would name a Sudowoodo Nurakabe after a yokai that appears as a stone wall to block the ways of travelers. Uh, it would also work for a Sudowoodo or for a Snorlax, but Sudowoodo is actually a rock type. Yeah, bonus ball for that ultra ball. But it would have been great, but because it is also a rock type and like a wall, it gets right. a, it's a bonus point, also, but in our system, yes. it's a bonus ball. Okay, sure. <laughs> so there's two balls floating around. Oh, it's not pinball terms. Okay. <laughs> no, now we got now I got to read it twice. Uh, so I, I'm also going to go with Ultra Ball because I like Nurakabe a lot, uh, the, the yokai. It's just this big stone wall, and you got to tap the left corner yeah, of it, and it's, it's like, like, oh, sorry, you got me. It's got very super specific rules yeah. that if you don't know, you can't get you just can't get by. But if you know the trick, squirt it with water. Yep. Tap its left brick. That's good. You get through. That's really good. Ultra ball. Uh, next up is from Dowd. Uh, I'm just saying this to make sure it gets read. Josh, okay. <laughs> Josh, nobody went with a burger name for Miltank because we don't <laughs> eat female cows. Usually. It's pretty much all bulls that we eat. Dowd, I, I did dude. not know that. Did you just um actually me on my own podcast? I think you did. <laughs> Lifetime, That's fair. I did not know that. Lifetime I thought we ate cows. Because no, I um, thought there were dairy cows, which are like your milking cows. And then beef cows. And then there are cows. You're which, eating cows. Is, yeah, you're, you're eating cows. <laughs> I did not know they were mostly bulls. Yeah. Um, That's weird to me. I guess you don't, you don't use bulls for a lot else. Uh, I guess all I thought was like bulls make leather, cows do the rest. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> I feel like that's about right for how <laughs> for how uh, society has has gendered them. Um, so also as a joke name, I would name it Sudowoodo, uh, but it, the middle is uh, his name because it's pronounced the same as the real name. Because <laughs> we say uh, Dad's name wrong. I feel like all the time. And is it dude? It's. I think it's. I think it's Dode. Dode. Oh, again, oh, no, I got. I got. See, you. I say that, and I feel like I did a bad job, which is why I just go with my regular bad pronunciation that I apologize for. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that name uh, as a joke. It's a joke name though, so I don't know if we can rate it. I'm gonna rate it an ultra ball. I'll great ball it. Also, uh, his regular one for real. I'll call it rose quartz because I caught up on Steven Universe last night, and it looks like a plant, but it's really a rock. Rose quartz has plant control, but is. A rock. Oh, I, I did not know that about Rose Quartz. You didn't see the episode with uh, the Fallon where crying does all flowers? I don't think so. I have so, not watched any Steven Universe in a long time. That was an old episode. Um, but also, Steven Universe is really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm only going to premiere ball that one. Yeah, that one doesn't. That I'm one a, doesn't land on me at all. So, I'm going to poke a ball that I'm gonna one. Bump, I'm gonna actually going to bump it to Great Ball because there is the... The plant and rock connection that I do like. So I'm a great ball that one. Next up is from Joe. I name a Sudowoodo Sylvani. <laughs> it's a Roman nature god. Sylvanus. Okay. I think I'm saying that right. Sil- Sylvanus. <laughs> After the Roman nature god. He said to have been the first to have set up uh, rock marks to mark the limits of fields, like uh, stone fences. 
Here's do my people, problem with this. Do people outside of New England know about stone fences? I don't know. They're just in the woods up there. They're it's, just everywhere. It's over pretty there. awesome. If you yeah. walk any direction long enough, you'll come across a stone Yeah, wall. you'll run into one. There's They're like great. high. It's great. Um, I like Sylvanus. I don't know if... I don't know if Pseudo Wudo is important enough to have a god name. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with a Premier Ball. And also... It led a rock march, right? Is that did I hear that correctly? No, it was the first one to set up rock marks to mark the limits rock mark. Okay, yeah. I, okay, never mind. Kazuto does not march; it stands. It stands. <laughs> uh, um, I will premiere ball it. Okay. Next is from Cassidy. Says uh, she says I think I'd name a Sudowoodo binary because I'm a computer nerd and we love a computer nerd because I'm a computer nerd and we love fake trees. And then there's a link, so we have to do homework now. Oh no. <laughs> Binary is a is a good in computer science. A dancing tree is a tree data structure similar to B plus. You lost me. I can't. I'm sorry. This is not what I'm good at. <laughs> uh, Cassidy, we're big fans of yours for making that Sequinox game. I can't follow you where you're going. I can't go with you on this one. <laughs> um, it, this is too inside baseball for me. I'm it's gonna too have deep. to. I'm gonna have to take binary as a as a just as a name for a pseudo and I can't do any of the deeper stuff or else I will fall apart. Yeah. I like it a lot. I because do. Because Sudowoodo has two stages, wiggling and not wiggling. And it's shaped vaguely like a one. A little bit. I'm going to go with an Ultra Ball. Um, I'll Great Ball this one. I feel like I'm being a little stingy today, but whatever. I feel like I'm being a little generous <laughs> today. So maybe we Freaky Friday, then you'll never know. <laughs> this is from Alan. Uh, he says, I would name a male Fred and a female Ginger after two of the best dancers. Fred Astaire and Ginger something or other. Spice. Yeah, Ginger Spice. <laughs> I, the best dancer of the... I, there's no way Ginger Spice is the best dancer. No? I, have, like, I don't remember Baby Spice's dancing. Baby Spice is not the best dancer. Scary I, Spice just did a lot of like, rawr. Yes, Posh but, just was pretty. Posh did nothing. Um, maybe it was sporty, sporty but sporty did like sport dancing, more, more like aerobics than anything. I think Ginger Spice is the best. Maybe Ginger Spice, the best pure dancer <laughs> of the Spice Girls. So, um, if it's named for Fred Astaire and Ginger Spice, I will go with <laughs> I will go with the Great Ball. Here's the thing: a shiny Sudowoodo has red leaves instead of green, and so it's perfect for Ginger Spice. Boom! Uh, I will Ultra Ball Ginger. Fred's fine. I'll great ball Fred. I'm going to great ball the two of them. Uh, next up is Matt. Uh, Matt says, I would run three on a team and name them Step Up, Woo, and The Street. <laughs> I don't understand that. You never, you never seen the movie Step Up to The Streets? No. You know, you know the Step Up franchise? I, I'm aware of the Step the Up The second one's called Step Up 2, colon, the streets. So are you stepping up to the streets? Yes. Okay. But well, this is woo like a pseudo-woodo. <laughs> step Up Woo the streets. Because they dance, Josh. <laughs> they don't. They stand. They wiggle. They don't even move. They're very still. Did we accidentally... They wiggle, I guess, if you poke them. Do we... Was is this from us? Is this from United that they dance? No, I think it's. I think is because it from the anime. In, no, it's in Gen Two. I think they say it's a weird wiggling tree. Like when you go well, up and try to move it, it, not it dancing. wiggles. It's not dancing. That might be from us. That might be. I, look, Matt, I can't. I, I don't love it. 
I'm a premier ball. It. I'm also gonna premier ball it, but only because bonus, we're friends. You got a bonus ball because it might be from our show that you think yeah. they dance. Next up is from Roderick. Uh, this is oh come on. This is <laughs> Roderick says trio dude tree plus geo dude who is a rock. Uh oh trio dude. That's the first time this has ever happened. You take two Pokemon names, which are already two words smushed together, yeah. and then smush them together to make a new Pokemon name for one of those Pokemon. Yep. That's a lot of layers. You're doing a lot of work here, Roderick. And I don't love it. I'm going to Premiere Ball. I'm going to Pokeball Trio, dude. I see what you're doing. And I and hey, let me let me be perfectly clear. A lot of people are very into this name. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. There are a lot of people listening going, that's a very good name. Jake Mason doesn't like crossovers, and this is tiptoeing up to that. It's got my hackles up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think it's. I mean, it's Pokemon. It's all Pokemon. Josh, I just I don't know what to tell it's you. Not like he named it Agu Dude or something. <laughs> <laughs> just, the, that's the only Digimon I can tell you the name of is Agumon. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you all the names of the po- of the Digimon that I know because it's most of them. Anyway, uh, th- we, this is we got to go with our gut on these ones, and I feel a Pokeball. I'm sorry. Uh, Roderick has another one. It says, Peter Dreet, on behalf of my girlfriend who doesn't use Twitter, Hideo, because he made Metal Gear Solid, which is about hiding, and it sounds like hide, or it, it looks like hide-o, uh, and Sudowoodo is a hidden tree. Okay, it's got some good layers. Yeah. That's nice. It's a nice... I like Hideo. Throwback. I like that, too. Um, I will I will grape all that I'll one. grape all that. That's pretty good. That is, tell, that's your, for your girlfriend, though. That's not for you. Yeah, you, you, you give those you grape make, balls to her. You make sure she gets that one. Uh, next is from Jen. Uh, when I actually used a Sudowoodo on my team, I named him Colin D. <laughs> oh, like the happy face? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because he has a dumb idiot grin on his face. Now that I'm older and wiser and more mature, I just skipped a drama and named it Dummy to convey the same message. Oh, I was hoping, I was hoping now that they said they were more mature and wiser, they would notice that. It's kind of just a regular smile and go with colon, close parentheses, but I guess Dummy, was that it? Dummy. Dummy's fine. I don't like dummy. I don't like calling it dummy, so um, I'm going to Pokeball dummy. So <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, Jen follows up saying, I fully expect and almost hope for this to get a low rating, but as I've said before, my team is all stupid dumb names. So here's what... Here's Colin the, D tickles me just enough, though, that that can get a premier ball, but dummy is a Pokeball I'm going to give me. dummy a a great ball because I've had this weird, I don't want to call it a fantasy, but you know, when you just get like stuck on something that you're like, maybe someday I just want to get a cat that I don't like or that oh, doesn't that's like a, me. That's an aspiration. Yeah, I just, I just had this idea of just like having a cat that tolerates me and, but just that I can berate <laughs> for it being mean to me and dummy kind of is fun for that. So I'm going to great ball that. Um, next up is from King of Myths. My name for Sudowoodo is Bonsai for the tiny tree you grow. I am surprised it took this long for this name to pop up. Yep. Uh, this feels like the Sudowoodo name to me. I feel like it gets a lot of it. It's so yeah. much that the pre-evolution of Sudowoodo is Bonsley. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's a little too easy. I got I got a Pokeball it. Yeah, I, I also made a Pokeball it. You'll bounce back. Anyone got a Pokeball, you'll bounce back. I got, I got faith in you. Don't forget the email. I saw you spinning your phone. I was like, we ain't done. We're not done. Uh, this one is from Kaiser. This is we got via email, so thank you, Josh, for reminding me. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. A Sudowoodo named my Taichi. I hope I'm saying that right because his hand orbs sound like maracas. What's its name? Oh, sorry. This must be a, a misspelling. Mariachi. Okay. 
because hand orbs sound like maracas. Do they sound? I guess they have little sounds when they move. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Because when you interact with it on the, it's like a on the thing. It's, it's like just, yeah. When it, when it wiggles, I like that. Ooh, I now you're bringing a lot of stuff into this. That's some heat. Mariachi is a good name. It is. He looks like a mariachi. Sudowudo does. <laughs> um, I look at a sudowudo and I go, "That's a mariachi." I don't think that. I think I hate you when I look oh, at a sudowudo. I'll ultra ball mariachi. I will. I'm gonna great ball mariachi. Uh, this is our last one, right? Yeah, there's one more uh, in okay. this email from, from okay. them. Uh, this is uh, Petrified, because he's a tree made of rocks. He's a big scaredy cat <laughs> in the anime. Is he a scaredy cat and all? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I never got that far. I know it, it hates water from its Pokedex entry. Yep. If, it, if it, there's like a little bit of water, they vanish. They gone. <laughs> they, you'll never see a Sudowoodo move that fast. Yeah. I'll premiere ball I'll premiere ball yeah. Petrified. Uh, that's it's a little it. clumsy to say, so it's docking a point. A little bit. Uh, uh, that's it for our names. Wow, that was a long one. All right, I will Master Ball Kemp's just because I have to, I think. I also went to Master Ball Kemp's because I had a lot of fun <laughs> with Kemp's. Kemp's was a good start. Good job, Kemp's. Put us in a good frame of mind. I think we got another real good name rating segment. Lean Bean Cuisine with the with the clutch play right off the top. <laughs> Uh, all right, we are going to hop on over to our fan interactions and wrap-up segment now. Uh, before that, though, just remind you real quick, send your ho-ho names yes. in for next time. Uh, yes, please. Um, I, ooh, I hope people are better at it than we are because we're like, it's ho-ho. That's its Christian name. Don't, don't <laughs> rename it. I want you to rename it, though. Please rename your ho-ho. Oh, yeah, my nickname for it is Franklin Shrug Emoji. Uh, I don't even <laughs> remember what I went with. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> anyway. Rain, I think. All right, let's go. Let's wrap up now. All right, everybody, we've been putting this off for too long, and now it is time for us to eat our vegetables. Oh, I hate vegetables. I love a vegetable. These are broccoli. I hope you like broccoli. Oh, no. Where's Actually, hopscotch? Hopscotch, come eat my broccoli. Uh, Caps? <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna be we are gonna be thanking all of our patrons, and we have quite a few of you. Thank you so much. Uh, first up, we're gonna do this in a different, in kind of a weird way because there's so many. So we're just gonna kind of be bouncing back and forth. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, David. Thank you, Messer Engine. <laughs> thank you, think- Eli. Glad I got the real names so far. Uh, thank you, Ashton. Thank you, Joshua. Tom. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sky. Thank you, Joe. And thank you, Annie and Jonathan. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, John. Thank you, Adriana. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Portia. Thank you, Hoops. Hoops. Uh, Jack, thank you. Uh, Janine, thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you, Scoot. That's my buddy. That's my little boy. It's my brother. I don't want to say little boy. He's bigger than me, too. He's nothing. He could. He could beat us both up. I don't think he could. I could super duper beat him up. He's my little brother. Uh, Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Dowd. I'm 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 saying it that way. (laughs) Thank you, Kay. (laughs) Thank you, Alan. Who is that? I don't know. Thank you, Warren. (laughs) Thank you, James. Thank you, RK. Thank you, John. A lot of Johns. A lot of Johns. Uh, No Jakes yet. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Panda. Thank you, James. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Admiral. Admiral. <laughs> it wasn't admirable. Thank you, Admiral Potato. Uh, thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Alvina. Thank you, Sissel. Thank you. I hope Je- I said that right. Thank you, Jen. Jenny. Thank you, Guillaume. 
I hope. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Maybe Jeff? That might be Jeff. I think I know. Okay. Thank you, Charged Archetype. Thank you, Brogan. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, uh, Bibbs. Uh, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Ryan. Alex, thank you very much. And Alex, thank you as well. Uh, Elliot, we appreciate it. Thank you, Crash. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, David. Oh, David. We know, we know him. My, yeah, my bud. By name. <laughs> my, by, by bud, I mean we share a name. Yep. Uh, Raymond, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Carson. Thank you, Roderick. And thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you, Jonathan. A lot of Ryans coming out in force today, huh? <laughs> thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Nicole. Redemption, thank you. Thank you, Alberto. Mexico's greatest export. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he listens to this one. He listens to our other one. Um, I know it's not really Alberto Del Rio, but I think he's better. I think this one's better than than ADR. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Midori. Thank you, Raiden. Thank you, Zachary. Thank you, Amal Demon. Thank you, Dominic. And thank you, Griffin. Probably not Griffin McElroy. I Doubt it. But we thank you just as much. We appreciate it. Thank you, everybody who has supported us on Patreon. We are doing real good right now, and that's all because of you. Uh, 81 of you? Jeepers. That's a lot. Oh, Lord. That's a lot of you. (laughs) Man, we we could have like an entire party. Yeah. Now we're all cut up. I can't wait until the next 80 when we forget to do this and have to do all 160 of you. We're going to try to keep it together. Maybe we should just do that every once in a while just, just to see. (laughs) <laughs> just to see if we can make it fun so speaking of patrons if you are now or have ever been a 25 dollars patron and have not gotten your shirt please get in contact with us either with uh on uh, you can either message us on twitter pwt podcast or email us pwt podcast at gmail.com we're going to be doing another round of t-shirts our second round in three years oops um but uh if you're a teacher patron we want to get those to you so and if you're if you're not anymore that's totally fine you you have earned the t-shirt please send us your information yeah absolutely uh that's on us that's not on you <laughs> <laughs> and we're on itunes stitcher google play pod knife pod bay pod bay pod bay go to any one of those places leave us a rating and review we'll really appreciate it yeah we're also on patreon as you may have guessed patreon.com slash hey jake and josh uh for a little dollar a month you get some cool stuff in return it helps out the show a lot it helps support uh us uh we really really appreciate it and there's a uh, Nothing else that we need to talk about? I do want to plug Shannon's comic again. Hey, guys, have you read Shannon's comic, The Very Best, the Red Blue Fan comic? You can do that at gum.co slash the very best. It's great, and I feel like you would probably like it a lot if you like Pokemon and cute stories about love. It's very good. So we will see you in two weeks for what, Josh? I'm undecided if we're going all the way to Olivine or not. Ooh mystery <laughs> so Who it's knows? either going to be for olivine city or for the moo moo farm we'll we'll figure it out when all we right get well there. either way we'll see you in two weeks it probably won't be as dense as this one who boy this boy got away from us huh <laughs> oh yeah uh well thank you very much and until next time smell, smell you later, later.
check, check, check. Check, check, check. Yeah, that looks good. All right, sweet. I can Nailed take these it. off now. Pro strats. Profesh to death. Speedrun tactics.